like I keep saying that bass is dope. I keep telling y'all more that bass is dope. Dope, dope, dope. Ay, ay. This is KRS One. Yeah. You guys don't know nothing about that. Feel it. Can't not feel that. You've been starting a lot with KRS. I like KRS. I, I know. <laughs> really, I've been having a lot with KRS. I just feel like there's. We, I'm gonna do a count one day and see. I feel like KRS is a go-to. Listen. Oh, I can let it play, people. That's right. That's a long intro, but you know, sometimes I. Uh, oh man. Boogie Down Productions always recite the rhymes. Two steps behind. Be rocking every time. Like poetry soup, a hoe, and listen to my nine. Oh. You gotta like that, people. And that's how we do it. Another episode of American Riddle. The African with attitude is laughing at me, but that's how it is sometimes. I kind of changed it. I used to call you the angry African, but I like that the African with a- attitude. Mm. I like that better. Okay. You know what Whatever I mean? you want to call me. Because okay. attitude can be good, right? It is good. Mm. Right? Depends. <laughs> huh? I've had issues because of my attitude. And then we have we have a, we have a guest speaking. Speaking of Africans. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> how you're introducing her? What do you want me to say? Huh? Anique, right? Yeah, Anique. How do you pronounce your last name? Bizimana. Bizimana. Yeah. Where, where's that origin from? Burundi. Is that right? The real deal, huh? <laughs> East Africa. Yes, the real deal. The real deal here in the studio. With the accent, too. I right? thought that was a Queens, New York accent. <laughs> Close. Wow, okay. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, I'm not that smart, so <laughs> I can't. I don't know anything. But yeah, thanks for joining us in studio for another episode of American Riddle. And thank you guys for tuning in. Mariam Tazi is in the house. Welcome, Riddle. Holding it down. You know how I do it. Mm-hmm. So what's up? Not much, man. Huh? We're, we're, we're snowed in. Kind of. Still made really. it. Just, I'm sick of winter. I'm ready for it to stop. Yeah. I saw something on... Uh humans of new york and it says you know just waiting for winter to pass yeah like, like just waiting for summer basically everyone oh you're sick of it on the east coast yeah mm. but you guys are kind of used to it right mm. why right? you guys i mean canada right then you then you go to school in canada yeah I, we left canada too though. because of the snow <laughs> yes huh? <laughs> mainly give the listeners a little rundown on, on the, your Our relationship story? yes oh, wow. just so we know why we this have is actually Anique. an interesting story Go uh, ahead, Miriam. Okay, I can tell the story because for me, it's always a great memory. Mm. We've, we've been friends since the sixth grade. Wow, really? Yeah, she's one of the girls that I've known the longest in my life. Um, she's Same my year. best friend. Aww. But yeah, so we were friends for I think oh, for a few years. <laughs> Don't get too girly. We went to now. the same school. <laughs> Don't just let me just, just. We went to the same school. <laughs> Well, it's really cute. Actually, I remember talking about this when I went to your graduation. I almost cried, but we um, we were friends for years, and then she disappeared. Where'd you go? Canada, actually. Ah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't know. She just disappeared. She my, just left. Yeah, my oh, parents decided to move to Canada. And so from Africa... To the U.S. To the U.S. Yeah. To Canada. Yes. And you guys met in sixth grade in the U.S. Yes, Correct. in the U.S. And then you disappeared. I did. I did. 
from the U.S. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and fled to Canada. Yes. What well, a story. Not fled, but okay. Close enough. Well, I'd like to, you know, yeah. for the audience. Yes, yes. <laughs> but then Something I, like yeah. that. But then I came home one summer and from college. Know. Well, no, I came home one summer from my first year of college. For No, not summer. It was like Christmas. And I was still staying at the same house. We were having dinner. And she calls my house. So how many years had passed? A few. Maybe like two or three. Yeah. But I hadn't really heard from her. I didn't know where she was There's at. There's no emails or internet. No, it, oh, this no. was before that time. <laughs> no texting? Well, she said, no. send me letters. But my one yeah, of my we, brothers had like kept them from me. You so. could have had one of the next tells with the... No. That way you could walkie-talk? We didn't no, have cell phones nothing. until no, no. later. We used to write actual letters, you oh. know, yeah. through the mail with the little... Correspondence. Yes. yes. <laughs> Pen pals. I've done that before. Yeah, okay. Some people have heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I so. hope so. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but no, she called, I picked up the phone, and it was like, oh, hi, may I speak to Miriam, please? And I was like, uh, this is she? And she's like, oh, it's Anique. I was like, oh, my God, it is Anique. So I asked her where she was. She said Canada. I said, look at that. I'm in school in Canada, too, so we should meet up. And we just re-flourished from there. So we've been friends for a long time. So you she, went to college school together then? We no. went to, well, we went to the French school when we were younger what together. What was the name of that school? The French oh, Lycée Rochambeau. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The French International School. Yeah. But no, college, we didn't go to the same college. Yeah. I was in Montreal. She was in uh, Ottawa. Ottawa. Ah. But so, two scholars, I, African scholars in front of me, huh? <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Smart people. But I did do an internship in Montreal. Yeah, um, she stayed with and me. And then I stayed with Miriam for a summer, mm-hmm. which was one hell of a summer. Yeah. I have to <laughs> Wow. Montreal's, Montreal's you know, a fun Montreal town. Montreal is, is a great in the summer. Definitely great yeah. in the summer. It is the best town. Yeah. You, you don't want to go now. Never. No. Winter. No, no. Minus 40. No. Yeah. No, in the summertime, it's a different world. You yeah. forget about the winter. You yeah. have the jazz fest, the reggae fest, oh, it's the like film Chicago. fest, Pretty the Just much. for Laughs fest. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, Chicago has the, the blues festival, jazz festivals, but you don't want to go there in the winter. No. no. I've been there in the winter, and it's not uh, not a fun experience Mm-mm. with how right. cold it gets. But yeah, so uh, for those of you guys tuning in, I thought it would be, like, I just kind of put it out there for uh, Miriam to uh, uh position to you to see if you want it to be on the show <laughs> just because uh we we uh, watched um or i watched a book of negroes uh based on your recommendation uh via social media so i kind of piqued my interest and um is one of the reasons why i wanted to uh to talk about that uh that that film itself i did not read the book so maybe you can give me some uh, background on uh how you were introduced to it um, and who the author is and all that good stuff. So I used to like ride the bus often to to work. And then I would see all these women with the book in their hand. Where is this, in Canada? Yeah, in Canada. Uh, this must have been maybe like 2010, 11. And I was just curious what that was about. And uh, my sister had actually read it. So I borrowed it from my sister. And I swear to God, I read it in one week. <laughs> so it was a craze. A lot of people just had the book out What year was this that you saw this? What, when was it? I read it in 2010. 12 okay uh 2012 um but i'm sure it came out before then because i was seeing it way before i started reading it so i i would say maybe like 2007 8 i don't know i don't remember exactly when it came out so when i picked it up i read it in like over a week uh, and I just fell in love with uh, Aminata and her story and, and that's the main character the main mm-hmm. character yeah. Yeah, yeah and just the way it's written 
you know, at every turn, there's just something new about this character and just how uh, she has this survival instinct about her. And I think that's what probably people identify with the most. It's weird because I know there was a craze uh, roughly, I think, two years ago here in the U.S., okay. a book where everyone had this book in their hands. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. made news, everything, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. So it's, it's weird. <laughs> I was like, what book are you talking yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, no, no, but it's weird the fact not that... not the same. It's not. That's my, <laughs> no. that's my point. It's, 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 it's you, the, would no. you, do you think you would see a bus... Filled with people reading the Book of Negroes here in the U.S. Oh no, it's not uh, the same. No, how is it different in your eyes? Spending time in both or three places: Africa, the U.S., and Canada. What are some of the the fundamental differences? Whether that be on a social aspect or an intellectual aspect, or what are the, some of the major differences that you, that you guys have seen? Because Miriam and I have mixed it up plenty of times on political discussions on how I feel that our, our attention should be. Uh, geared towards here in the States, and she always brings up the different things that are going on, or the many things that are going on in Africa. Uh, not saying that we shouldn't be focused over there, but I'm just curious, uh, what exactly do you see when I bring up, like, you know, it was a craze. It was everyone was buying Fifty Shades of Grey, and I was, I was just like, I'm, I wasn't judging or anything, you know, whatever, get your mind going, so be it. But, you know, when you say it was, you you mentioned that it was, there were just multiple people, and you were like, you know, you were fascinated by you know what it piqued your curiosity in other words yeah and for me i guess it was the fact that it wasn't necessarily like um people of color or black mm-hmm. people that were reading the book this yeah. was like you know your average middle white woman yeah. person riding the bus to work who was reading the book they were engaged yes yeah, so to me i think that's what piqued my interest more it was like okay well this story obviously has crossed colors and boundaries and is touching people on different levels yeah yeah, but it's also disappointing that it's not made a bigger deal here. You know, I'm really surprised that it's only shown on BET and it was like not advertised. It wasn't. No one really knew about it. I only knew about it like from you too, you know? So if you hadn't mentioned it, I would have missed out, you know? And when I, it's kind of strange though. I'll be mentioning it at my job and people have no idea and they're kind of like offended or uncomfortable or. It's bizarre to see how people respond to the title and to what it is and what it's about and how they're not that interested. And I th- I would think that people would be more curious, um, especially well, with the reaction in Canada or if this kind of thing came out in Africa, everyone, you know, I mean, her, I don't know if we want to talk about the premise of it, but just I do. the book that she writes in it too, you know, the mm-hmm. response and everything, you know, it just goes to show that something like that can be so powerful, but it really depends on the environment, you know? And I also think like in the U.S., I mean, obviously U.S. and Canada have very, very different histories. Um, yes. And that has an, a lot to do with how people react to these kind of stories. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously in the U.S., the whole race issue is still very much present and it's very much still part of the yeah. the present and people definitely it's shy the, away from it. It's the makeup in, in the U.S., uh, the, the the citizens, the good citizens of the U.S. try to pass themselves on as, you know, uh, kind of in this uppity way, like we're post-racial and we use the N-word and we don't. Come on, you know, say what's on your mind. I'd rather you say it than tap dance around it. And this is why the this is what I think could be the reason why we didn't see. A lot of marketing go into this film. It was a miniseries, actually, that was broadcast on BET. 
uh, a little while ago. And, uh, you know, people are just generally uncomfortable, but they try to pass themselves, you know, off as not as okay with it, you know, but I, I see a lot of, uh, I see a lot of masks, you know, that are being worn uh, throughout this, uh, this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but set up the book. Let's talk about that. Talk about, uh, the author is, uh, Lawrence Hill, right? Correct. Also from Canada. Yes. From Toronto. I believe, uh, his father is an African American actually from not, I think not far from this area. Uh, so our, basically his parents are American. Mm. And I think they moved to Canada in the 60s, uh, partly because of the whole uh, racial segregation. And I don't think mixed couples could get married at the time. Uh, and they settled No, they in- couldn't. It was illegal. Correct. Yeah, yeah. in Virginia, I'm not sure when that law... I think it was 1967. Is when it was the Lovings uh, story. Yeah, 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 and that was featured on an HBO documentary, also. Yeah, yeah, really good documentary, actually. Yeah. Uh, excellent. I, I recommend. I recommend it for <laughs> yeah. everybody. And, and pull that. Why don't you pull that right to the edge? Yeah, the microphone. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because you're relaxed. You're <laughs> like Miriam is like right up on the mic. It took her a while to get there, but uh, yeah, she sits right up on it now. Okay. Now you're you're way back, but yeah, it's okay. okay. It won't bite you. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, it was it was illegal for for couples. I mean, who would think about that for a minute? And think about how ridiculous that is. You know, I it mean, wouldn't exist, man. If it wasn't the case, if was you know, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I'm thankful that it it's it's not. People don't really. I don't feel like it's completely okay to, for some people still today. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't exist if. You know, mixed races didn't meet and get together. So yeah, and that, I'm that thankful. Do- <laughs> you know, in the documentary we were talking about is the loving story. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, came out in 2011 uh, on HBO, and you probably find it on HBO Go or streaming somewhere. Yeah, or even on Netflix. I saw it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I think we featured that at the uh, Washington West Film Festival too. Did uh, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think the first year I was with them is a local film festival here. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, so. Keep talking. Let's so, keep talking about the So, book. yeah. So, I mean, uh, Lawrence Hill, he's, uh, uh, like I said, um, he's Canadian author mm-hmm. from parents who were uh, Americans. Yeah. And he grew up in Canada. And he's written a lot of uh, books about, I guess, race and things like that. And uh, this was, uh, I guess, a pretty huge breakout for him. Um but he's written a lot of other books, too, about race and things like that. It was that. well-received in Canada? Oh, yeah. I mean, he received probably every kind of award, literary award you can think about. I believe he even met the Queen, uh, oh, wow. if you can believe it about about that. The Queen he, of England. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. Who's also the Queen of Canada. <laughs> queen For those who don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Canada still has a queen. <laughs> yes. She doesn't make a lot of trips, though. Road trips. No, she sends, road, she she sends other people to, in the no family. There's no road. <laughs> She sends other people in the family to do that. You but know. you know, of course, she's, she's the, the queen. Worst. She doesn't need to do that. You know, diplomats. Like, yeah, no, or more like prince. prince. You know, Charles yeah, yeah. or William. You know, Prince William yeah. Baron. and Kate. <laughs> Baron. Duke. Yes, dukes. <laughs> Knights. Yeah. God, I want to be a knight. I got to do something to get on that uh, get on that list mm. of uh, achievements so I can get knighted. So, yeah. Anything to wear a cape. <laughs> I assume knights wear capes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I just need an excuse. <laughs> Actually, at any time, point of the day, I don't need an excuse to wear a cape. But that's a, that's another story. So the book, <laughs> the book, ladies, uh, 
Did very well, well received, yes. right? Yes. Ne- I never even heard of it. I mean, I don't read a lot, so I'm the, not really the best person to talk about uh, this, uh, you know, the book itself. But uh, based on <laughs> historical facts, though, it's yeah. still a book of fiction, correct? Correct. I mean, yeah. the yes, it's it's fiction. However, uh, the author did a lot of research, and uh, the the actual book of Negro mm-hmm. is an does exist mm-hmm. is an actual historic and what was book. that exactly for those listening that may not know um it was the book where uh names of um i guess african americans were recorded those negros that- you can say it <laughs> <laughs> slaves right they were slaves yeah. yes slaves or or free or free black men and yep. women at the time there were some yeah. in new york who were who had helped the british in the War. I didn't even know this. Uh, and they for were their freedom. For, yeah, and they were given their freedom to go yeah. and resettle in Nova Scotia, Canada. It's fascinating. I didn't even know this. This part of this specific yeah. part of history. So the yeah. book itself. Um, let, let's real quick before I get into um, you know the contributions that the free African Americans uh, and I guess some of them were well, they were ex slaves, right? Uh, made uh, towards uh, the war. Um, I didn't know anything about that, but the book itself goes into that, right? Mm-hmm. The main character is Aminata. So yeah. the main the, the story starts with Aminata coming out of um, Africa as uh, as she's captured and uh, stolen, correct, and yeah. and put into slavery, yeah. and ripped she f- from the roots of her the, her land, her soil, mm-hmm. her birthplace. Yes, yeah, captured. Yes. You made it sound so nice and. No, I'm sure it wasn't. Um, and 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 so her story continues through her uh, uh, her time in the yeah. South, in South right. Carolina, and she makes her way all the way to New York, yeah. where she sort of runs away from her master. And uh, but throughout the whole book, she learns how to read and write, and this really becomes her ticket to freedom. That and also catching babies. Yes, yes. But she learned so she that had, in Africa. She learned that with her mother. Yeah. yeah. Her yeah. mom was a... Uh, yeah. Because the, the way I got it from the movie, <laughs> the way I got it from the film was she seemed to come from a very accomplished uh, tribe, uh, a very accomplished group of people, uh, meaning she was knew how to catch babies, you know, for birth. She... Um, she in the movie, I guess they showed her. You know, she was she was able to get back home blindfold. You and know, she not was multilingual. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. She yeah, she spoke many languages, mm-hmm. like you ladies. And uh, how many languages do you speak? Uh, three fluently, and a fourth, which is I can sort what of manage. Um, English, hopefully, uh, <laughs> yeah. French, Kirundi, which is my uh, mother tongue, and uh, Spanish. Okay. Yeah. Very nice, and yeah. So I, I you know, I. I so often, um, the slaves, the African Americans, the Negroes, the blacks, however you want to describe us as a people, were always depicted as, same thing with my Native American background, were mm-hmm. de- depicted as quote-unquote savages, weren't educated, weren't uh, part of any system, you know what I mean? And, and the fact is, the it's completely wrong, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And this is still being taught. Today, I mean, if you look at American Sniper, one of the the biggest things that 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 one of the words they used throughout the film was savage to describe the native people of Iraq. Savage. Now, think about that for a minute. 
You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's just it's the furthest thing. Maybe it's something you have to put in your mind to be part of warfare, to kind of dehumanize your enemy. Therefore, you, you, you're you not doing a, a human act towards them because you're, you're killing, you're raping, you're ripping them from their roots, you're stripping them of their culture. But this, 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 in, in, within this story, I find it, I found it fascinating that she was, she was taken, transported across the seas and was still able to, and keep in mind, it's fiction, but at the same time, there, there are probably hundreds or thousands of stories like this where you're mm-hmm. able to, uh, be transplanted into a new world and, uh, find a way to survive. Mm-hmm. And she found her, uh, her means of survival through education. Right. Um, and I think you, Marion brought up a good point, the fact that she could catch babies. So really she had, in my mind, two skills that allowed her to survive. Yep. Like something yeah. very concrete. So in the world, like you said, if you're going to a new place and you have a very specific skill that can be used, that allows you to sort of earn a living in yeah. whatever circumstance you are. And the other one is obviously education. Because education is what kind of elevates you from one grade to the next or one strata of society to the next. And I think that's a... That's that's true for any peoples, um, especially when you're going to a new world that you don't particularly know anything about. Uh, and as you just said, um, maybe that's how that's how people are stay sort of enslaved, whether it's mental enslavement or not, is through that lack of education. And um, if you're able to, you know, get education, then that's a that's a big one. Yeah, it, it's. And the and it's not always your oppressor that is uh, depriving mm-hmm. you of your lack of education. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's within your own group, your mm-hmm. own self, right? You know where you uh, you know choose not to to almost to put up blinders and just mm-hmm. exist, mm-hmm. not to uh, not to uh, strive to know your history, be present uh, in the here and now, and then move forward. You know, you can you can enslave yourself mm-hmm. in many ways, and and you see that a lot today. Uh, 2015, you see it, but uh, in that period, I mean, I could only imagine, uh, you know, the mindset because where the film where the film begins with her um, her being captured and then on the slave ships. Mm-hmm. I found that to be a powerful, very powerful scene as well. When she yeah. was saying the names and everything. Oh, every yeah, yeah. It was it was insane. There's a scene, it, and I don't know how this humanizes people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the thing. It's like I have a name. I'm a person. I'm a human being. Yeah. You know, recognize me. Yeah. I'm a, you know, yeah. I exist. Basically. Yeah, there's a scene where 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 she's in the uh, I don't even know what the what the proper name of the ship is, but in the bottom part of the ship where all the slaves are stacked up mm-hmm. and um and 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 everyone in there uh you know says their name and when they when they say it it's very powerful very mm-hmm. commanding you know and their purpose as well mm-hmm. you know their their i guess their their status amongst their group of people where they mm-hmm. came from very powerful and then it then it pans up to the uh the top of the ship mm-hmm. and the captain's there and i think his name was what tom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know there were all these powerful african names that there was, there was one after the other I, I wish i remembered them all but <laughs> it was one after them like, yeah my name's tom <laughs> what does that mean you know what nothing you're the captain really 
Thumb. I think the sea and the wind is actually in control of this vessel. (laughs) You know, it's yeah, you're not in control, Tom. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's. uh, uh, I I visited the um, the slave castles off of the coast of uh, Mm -hmm. Ghana in uh, Cape Cape. I want to say Cape Town. um, I could be or Elmina, and it is one of the most like. Uh, saddest places I've ever been in my life. I mean, I've been to genocide sites, and that was pretty sad too. And they do have indeed like um, uh, photographs, but also the inside of the of the ships, and and it is exactly like that. How people were um, being transported, um, like it's just incredible to think that. You know, like as people say, like really, slavery was one of the darkest moment in in uh, human history. I think it's it's incredible when you when you go to these places. And when you went to those places, what what, <clears throat> what were you doing? Just what was? Um, so in Ghana, I was um, volunteering with um, a local NGO, and so I got to travel a little bit within uh, within Ghana. Uh, and I got to see some of these places. And volunteering for? So I was, um, where actually right now I'm sort of uh, looking for jobs in international development. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get some experience on the ground in terms of what does really development look like. Um, you know, you hear a lot of stuff where money goes from donors to NGOs and you're not exactly sure how that gets used and things like that. So it was interesting for me to kind <clears> of <throat> do that and be involved in that. The local NGO itself, they promote girls' education because in a lot of uh, patriarchal societies, as in Africa, like a lot of African societies, they would rather send the guy, the boys to school than the girls because they figured that the boy is able to then take care of the family uh, instead of the girls. So there was this whole thing about promoting girls' education and trying just to change the mindset that you know, girls can also um, contribute, contribute, but also help their families. And yeah. that whole thing about, you know, you educate a girl, you educate a whole generation, basically. So this NGO was doing a lot of that. It's also a weird, um, you know, a, a weird <laughs> thing that's, that I, God knows how, how long it's been going on, where you would think where people or societies, groups will, uh, uh, you know, discount, discredit the, the female. Mm-hmm. I mean... Didn't the Egyptians like worship the women, and wasn't it at one point in time where the the the, the women were like right up there with the gods at some in, in s- certain cultures? Mm-hmm. But I wonder where did it go wrong where women became you know second or third class citizens? You know, even here in the U.S., I mean, the struggles with women rights, uh, women's rights. Like, how do you two see see that? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I, don't I mean, I'm just, I, yeah, I've struggled with that a little bit. Um, having a, a Muslim father, I guess, uh, growing up with the men yeah. and stuff and definitely feeling being the only daughter for a long time. The mindset, uh, right? It's, it's, it's tough. Well, growing up in a home like that and growing, growing up in a country where it's supposedly equal, um, and then the reality when you grow up, you realize that it's still not. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's very hypocritical too. You know, there's a lot of, yeah, there's. I feel like there's more of a woman empowerment these days than there was during, you know, the women's rights. It's on movement. the rise. 
Yeah. But it's a long time yeah. coming, though. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my point, is that it's just we're not there yet, you know, still. Um, and I, for me, I find uh, it's actually the opposite. Like you said, there was a lot of societies in, in Africa that were matriarch, where the even like the passing of assets was done through the mother side. Uh, and that kind of shifted with colonialism because the colonial powers brought their systems to Africa. Uh, and and that kind of has stayed with us. Uh, and it's only now that it's sort of starting to change again. So there's a lot of societies where the woman actually had her, her place. Uh, she wasn't necessarily equal to the man, but she had her place. And that got stripped out when the colonial powers came and they said, these are the rules we have in Europe and this is the way we're going to ad- administer things. And that kind of just stayed until today. Well, it also goes back to, to what we're saying about education. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the right thing to do to educate yourself, but you have to, uh, you know, kind of be wary of the educator, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, definitely, you, oh, yes. you know, I mean, Look at religion itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at uh, uh, you know how how Christianity was forced on the slaves uh, that came here. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's a whole. I don't know. It for me to think about it, it, it messes with my head a lot of ways. Just being African American and Native American, mm-hmm. and as we know from the history of African Americans and the Native Americans, it didn't work out too well. You know, we're still here in the U.S., but sometimes I have to think: Are we? Like, you know, we're always fighting to be accepted in a place where, you know, it wasn't really built and made for us. You know, outside of the Native Americans, we were here. But, I mean, they they all but, you know, extinguished that whole group, that whole race of people. And, you know, now, you know. I don't even feel like we respect the land like they do. You know what I mean? Like, it's a it's so different. It's a weird state, and it's it's also you know you have to you really have to be mindful of uh, of the like I said before the 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 educator. Uh, one of the things that I try to do with my son is to talk to him after school. Mm-hmm. The allotted time that I have with him, the time that I have to spend with him, is to to talk about different issues. It could be you know uh, social. It could be uh, uh, you know on the entertainment side of things, but show him stuff that. They aren't talking about, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not going to just preach to anyone about, Mm -hmm. you know, my views or any, not even my own flesh and blood, but I'll I'll spoon feed it. I'll, you know, plant the seed and see where it, see where it goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you have to make up your mind which direction you want to go, but you have to, you have to be, you have to be careful because think about that, what you just said. There was a a system already in place, a respectful system Mm -hmm. between man, woman, child, family, community mm-hmm. that was just washed out, right? Right. Because a new system came in. Right. A quote-unquote better system. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they – this is what they, they tell us, right? Yeah, to, to civilize the savages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. so, yeah. I mean, you know, th- I mean, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's a weird thing, I think. It's uh, not very comforting when you when you look at the big picture, especially to get back on what we're talking about with the the film, especially when I watch this, because again, the 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 film ex- goes in and, and talks about how the slaves uh, had an opportunity or presented an opportunity to either be on the side of the Americans mm-hmm. or be on the side of the uh, the British, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and the ones that uh, decided to uh, fight alongside of the British were promised uh, freedom and uh, land uh, in the uh, uh, Canadian, I guess, territory, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So, and I knew nothing about this. I mean, I was I was literally watching a movie and googling mm-hmm. and going through, and I was I was just. Uh, I mean, you know, it's Did my- you find stuff when you were Googling? Yeah. Though? Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. But even me, I, I also didn't know much about it. I learned it through the book and then uh, doing more research like you did. Because uh, you're right, it's not taught in schools. And no. think, it isn't. And, no. think, and think about that for a minute. You, 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 and you, and you don't really, none of us here in the studio really have to, to, to you know, to, to do, the, do the math and say, uh, you know, why wasn't this advertised? Or promoted in the U.S. A, it, it pr- promotes a very uh, strong African American, uh, African African woman, uh, mm-hmm. first, uh, who educated herself, uplifted herself, and those around her. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she didn't just keep the knowledge, live in the house, and just live out. You could easily do that, right? You know what I mean? You could just easily do it, right? And just go with the flow. I could imagine the the the. The 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 price, and for some reason, I'm always thinking that this actually, this story, this particular story is true. I mean, it's that powerful mm-hmm. that it's that well documented that you you know when you're watching this series, you're just like I'm just totally engaged with it. But at the same time, as powerful as a performance that she put on is Aminata, everything that she did just I thought uh, was a I can't I don't know if the against is the right word, but. I don't think it's promoted here in the U.S., you know, mm-hmm. siding against America, you know what I mean, educating yourself and uplifting the people, your, your, yourself, the people around you, and, uh, um, uh, you know, f- uh, fighting against the Americans for something better. Think about that. I mean, I was that struck me. I was like, oh, yeah, no wonder this was – I think it was first broadcast uh, in the U.K. first. Okay. Right. Yeah, because it was okay. it wasn't on. Uh, I think when you were looking for it online, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't in the U.S. No, this, it, it was it was broadcasted on the Canadian it was Canada oh, okay. Canadian okay. Na- national um, like TV. All right, and and I was trying to stream it, and gotcha. obviously because I'm out of uh, location, I couldn't. Yeah, it was in the U.S. You couldn't couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Right, and then it was in. Uh, of course, BET picked it up. And uh, I saw a couple other people post something online about it as well, and I made sure I uh, I set the DVR and, and and watched it. How do you feel about the uh, How do you feel about the uh, uh, the 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 miniseries itself, as far as book comparison to the the writing and the overall uh, they did uh, final a, finished I, film? I think they did a really great job. They stayed very close to the book. And I'm glad that they did it in a miniseries instead of, uh, like, say, a film. Like because just a two-hour thing. There was just so much that they wouldn't have been able to cover uh, the book in just, like, a two-hour movie. So I, I don't know. I, I loved it. I, I liked it. Uh, and the actress, I think she's American, the main, the lead actress. Her name? Uh, I Pull don't it up. know. Pull it up. Um, it was fact-checked. I think she's from... Um, the South, either Mississippi or something like that. Um, yeah, she was powerful. She's yeah. great. She was yeah. very powerful. Let's see if I can pull something up while you look for that. And, and That's let me good. pull this up. Play a little clip for the audience. I seem to have trouble dying. 
By all rights, I should not have lived this long. I am Aminata Jello. From those wounds on your face, I suspect your journey started way before Charleston. You gotta let go of that Africa thing. This your home now, and we's all you got. He don't know a thing about me. And I'll pronounce you man and wife. We are not in the promised land. Not yet. You wanna go home, right? So you get up, girl. That's it. Amanata. I wondered what my father and mother would tell me to do. Keep walking. Find your way home. Makes me want to watch it again. I have been across the big river. And now I am back. Yeah, I, I, that struck me also, the, uh, the fact that she made it her life life's mission to return mm-hmm. you know i mean th- think about that it's not like today where you could just you know book a flight you know to to get back and well, yeah, there 1800s they were like there's no ships that go to africa no. you and, know and, 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 like it only comes from africa and then uh, but i think it also what it also made a good point the fact that she could never really return back to her village mm. she like the the best the closest that she could do was go to sierra leone where they uh, gave the returned um, Africans uh, like uh, territory to to create a new colony, but it just goes to show that it was impossible for her basically to return back to her village because it wasn't written anywhere. Like, um, you know, and I think that that was also something I learned uh, in the in the slave castles how they didn't record where these people were coming from. Um, it was really like I think even now some of the African Americans who are trying to trace back their roots, the closest they can do is sort of the whole DNA thing mm-hmm. to get an idea of sort of where the gene pools come from. But they can never really it's find out exactly where they can get a, an, an idea which country maybe. That's it. That's as close. That's as, as close gonna as they're gonna get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many how many uh, slaves actually returned back. I wonder mm-hmm. how many. You know, if you think about that, like how many actually made the journey back or were able to, uh, I wonder if it is uh, also how many, you know, uh, went to Canada, you know. There's there's quite a big uh, uh, African-American population in Nova Scotia. There's quite a few, but that's over, obviously, uh, a few generations. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you a number. It's not. It isn't. It's. It's. I was going to say it's glazed over, but it's not even talked about that specific part of history. Mm -hmm. At least when I was coming up, and uh, there's very little, uh, you know, talk in the in the film community about it. I mean, this is the first story. The first story that I've seen. I mean, even if you go to, you know, you fast forward to the civil rights movement. I mean, how many people? How many? How many people do you know? uh, How many people know Mega Evers? You know what I mean? Very few people know about Mega Evers, but they do know, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. You know, if they think about Malcolm, they think about uh, Malcolm X. They think about about him being more, uh, uh, you know, full of vengeance or more angry. But they don't talk about his whole transformation. They don't talk about his, uh, 
uh, his uh, uh, deep-rooted and, and, and passionate commitment to the Orthodox to Islam. You don't talk about that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's 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 being um, you know kind of uh, custom tailored to fit, uh, I guess the the mainstream Americans. Exactly. Uh, so it's kind of uh, softened up quite a bit right, and, to uh, make people less uncomfortable. Weird. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's uh, the it's, truth is the truth. The history is the history. It's facts. It's well. I don't know, you know how they say, like, the history is for the winners? Like, basically, history is written by those that won the war. Well, uh, that too. That's true, too. You know, like, any, any, everything that's in books is written by those that survived and then they had the means to write that, which means that anything that existed before then pretty much never existed. And that's why I think Africa has had such a tough time because our history was an oral history. Mm-hmm. Right, history was passed on. Yeah. Well, they talked about that in the film as right, well. Right, right, but means basically anything that happened before that we haven't been able to capture on paper never existed, quote unquote. And I think that's where it's important for our generation and the following generation to kind of go back and try and retrace that and write it. You know, and some people have tried to do that because if it's not written, it doesn't exist or it never existed. Unfortunately, you know, that's the kind of the place that we live in. Yeah, because you don't have like, it's hard to prove it, you know. Right. Sad. I mean, mean, it goes back to, I think we talked about this on the last last podcast when we (laughs) talked about the Library of Alexandria and how the, um, you know, all of the the, uh, uh, people throughout the world would go to Africa and study, right? They would go to Egypt. They would go and study. Yeah, that in Timbuktu too. Mm All everything was wiped out. The whole every all the teaching. So it's as exist. It was as as if, as you said, it doesn't exist. And when you t- talk about uh, you know things being um, uh, uh, you know passed down through an oral trend, uh, you know uh, way of communication, then um, yeah, it's that's a very very fragile way mm-hmm. to uh, you know keep the books. Well, keep, that's why you, you got to respect your elders too. Honestly, yeah, like I know, worry. I a lot worry. of wisdom and history there. You know? Yeah, I worry about that, especially for people like us who've immigrated from Africa to the West, and uh, we don't have those like say three generational mm-hmm. thing where you can learn from your grandparents and learn who your relatives are. A lot of the stuff is lost because we're not able to get those stories, learn about your uncles, your cousins, mm-hmm. uh, how things were done. So well, we, you know we how there when people ask you who you are, they don't really know. They don't ask who you are. No. They ask who your parents are. Right. Like your name, you know, it's like Aminata does it in the in yeah. the miniseries too. Like Aminata Jalo's daughter of no. Mamadou, etc., mm-hmm. etc. So same for it's still like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you go, when I go back, it's always you know they know your dad, your grandfather. They don't know the history of your family. They yeah. know that you come from a good family or no, not or whatever. Yeah, from, based on and all that, that, that exists to some greater or less. I've seen it diminish over time here in the states i mean you could go anywhere in flint michigan where i was from and it's the riddle boys that's sam riddle's mm-hmm. um grandsons and the son of sam riddle so it was like mm-hmm. you know those are the riddle boys and they knew automatically and then you know if you got a line they put you in check mm-hmm. you know it was just it <laughs> exactly was, you're everyone's yeah. kids yeah. yeah it was just yeah. and same thing you know in my mother's community as well uh, you know the whole it's probably one of the last strongholds of an african-american uh, neighborhood in virginia 
in, in a township where it uh, was uh, um, predominantly a white township and uh, slaves were there many years ago. I mean, I think my mother's home is, uh, you know, probably a hundred years old and uh, it's a, uh, it's a community that um, is easily over a hundred plus years old where everyone knows everyone. And there's a, a, a bit of respect because of the elders and what they've passed down. But over time you've seen that diminish, mm-hmm. not just, you know, the people that I know, but throughout this region uh, called the United States, you've seen it where it's pretty much every man for himself. And then they wonder why there's issues with school violence and you have, you know, people, you know, killing each other or, or beating each other up over parking spaces because there's a lack of respect just for humans and, and your your brother or your sister. And it's like, I don't know you. You don't know me. <laughs> but also no, people don't feel like they, they have the, the right or uh, they can correct other people's children. Like I, when I was growing up, if I was out of line, any one of my aunts could <laughs> take me to the side and give me her peace of mind. Uh, You'd be done. Uh, right. Yeah, and, for- and, and that was in the right because as a child, I don't just belong to my parents. Yeah. I belong to a community. And um, my actions don't necessarily just reflect on my parents, but on an entire like, group. Yeah. And therefore, everybody looks out for everybody's children. But here you can't do that. I mean, you're you're you'll be going to jail. Yeah, like you yeah. know, you can't really do that. Yeah, people no. get really, yeah. really, really offended. I mean, look at even the schools. The schools don't even have that power, right? No, if I said something, oh man, the schools, forget about it. It, it would be uh, uh, if I said something that was out of line back in the day. I mean, I would just expect to just see blue stars, <laughs> <laughs> just, just white lights and blue stars. I just. You know, you just, uh, it doesn't matter if you say, if you're, I mean, I learned early on that if I'm going to say something, be way out of the way. <laughs> I figured it out pretty fast because after you you see white lights, you wake up and you're just like, what just happened? You know, it's the worst. It's But you that's what happens. That's just how it is. My son is the same way. Like he'll be, talk, he'll be talking trash and I'm like, all right, you better be careful because your uncle, you know, he's not as kind as I am. So, you know. It, Whatever happens, happens. You know, he, he knows you can't. You know, right. and he still they still test it, but okay. they know it, it's a it's it, that still exists. Oh yeah, in 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 my household, like it. Uh, yeah, you can. You know, if he was around you two and he got out of line, then yeah, yeah, by all means, you know, pluck him, do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Got to do it. But thankfully, he's a good. He's a really he's, good kid. <laughs> he doesn't need that. Yeah. No, but he, he. You know, they do. But you you don't see that. You're right. You'll see. Uh, you know, you you will see a uh, a society that um, has gotten away from that, and that's also because there's a you know there's no commu- there's no real authentic community anymore. You know, it's it's. We were just talking about that yesterday. It's a. Uh, <clears throat> I was like, it's not the community here, okay? No, it's <laughs> it's you know, it. I mean, you know, they they build houses to sell houses. You know, you don't build a house to have a home anymore. So it's uh, it's changed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything is for profit, you know, everything isn't for, you know, family and community or friendship, you know, just, you know, basic stuff. Everything is, it's, 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 it's a different world and, uh, you know, you have to adjust, uh, you know, to, to exist in this world. But, um, in the, in the film, it's a, uh, it's, it's a world where you have that community and no matter where she was at, cause she, she, you know, when, when throughout the film, I guess uh, you know she uh, uh, 
you know, traveled and uh, was in different places in different times. But uh, there was no. Uh, yeah, she traveled a lot. Yeah. There was no. Imagine being on a boat for that long. I couldn't. I get sick. Everyone gets yeah. sick. I wouldn't like, make when it. you're on it for that long, and those waters—it's not like those waters are like—it's no. not smooth sailing, as they say. No. No, they <laughs> there, were on... there were tough people. It yeah, was, it, was a, it was a different breed of people th- compared to then and now. Like, uh, were the ones that survived, right? right? I mean, the weaker ones, unfortunately, didn't make it, and that's why you have sort of like really strong genes today. Um, I mean, among I guess Americans. Because you're right. I mean, not everybody could uh, survive the month's journey on, the, yeah. on that boat in those conditions. I wouldn't want to. You know, it, it, yeah, it, it it bothers me to think about that time and to think about the amount of pressure and 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 what the the people had to endure to uh, to make it to 2015. You know, and then when you look up and you got Nicki Minaj, <laughs> and then you look up and you know you got, and there's nothing wrong with having that freedom to express yourself as Nicki Minaj. I'm not you know kicking Nicki Minaj, but at the same time, I wonder, and uh, I wonder how much um, education is actually being pumped into uh, the grooming of uh, of the entertainment industry. You know, the people that are putting uh, products out today. You know, I would I would say none. I would say none because, you know, uh, one of the things that recently happened was uh, hip hop won an Oscar. We won uh, for you know, Common got the Oscar uh, uh, for glory. Yeah, for glory John in uh, Selma the, mm-hmm. for the movie Selma. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I I I selfishly claim that as a, a victory. Of course, for all people, but for hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. But uh, but it's a uh, you know it's. When you see a brother like that and, you know, you see him in, uh, it was John Legend, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and they're in suits and you, they present themselves in a certain way. They're not jumping, you know, they're, they're excited, they're happy, you're happy for them. But they carry themselves almost in the same manner as a Malcolm X or Martin Luther King Jr. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Their stature, their demeanor, the way they talk, the way they walk. Now, I'm not saying, you know. If you want, you know, if you want to wear this, you want to wear that, you want to look a certain way, represent your hood, whatever. But at the same time, I think that they've educated themselves and they put themselves up on a platform where they know the world is watching. Mm-hmm. Not only that, they know that there's a five-year-old or a six-year-old African somewhere watching them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, That's true. And when they do, when a five-year-old watches you, they absorb you. They right. absorb your energy. They absorb the way you talk, the way you walk, how you look, how you dress. It's just it's it's human nature. And when you absorb that energy, it's going to be good, or it's going to be bad, mm-hmm. or it's going to just stand still, stand in one place. You know, I think they represent what is good within our culture. I I just do, and I you know I'm 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 really happy that they. Uh, that was one of the big big things that I really enjoyed from the Oscars. It was a. Uh, it was a. I was very happy. It was that a moment. powerful moment. It's a great moment, and I'm still, uh, still, still excited and proud of that moment. And I don't use that word a lot, but it was one of those those moments that I I, I enjoyed and I hold close. Uh, but I, I wonder what's going on today in in today's uh, group. When you when you when you look around in the different groups today, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be black. You know, what I mean, I, I hear I hear so many. Non-blacks use the word nigger daily, like it's nothing, like it is nothing. Like I went to, 
I went somewhere recently. Uh, where did I go? I think I went to Clyde's or somewhere. It was after work one day with a with a couple couple guys I know. And yeah, one, one of them was just like nigga this, nigga that, nigga you know that nigga's crazy. You know, just the whole and I, you know, wow. I just kind of looked straight. You know, I I didn't put him in check. Uh, I didn't feel a need to. I, I kind of checked myself in the, in that case before. I think I had a couple instances where. Um, they, uh, w- where it had been said and I may have said something, but this, this particular time, I mean, he, this guy is, uh, he's Indian, I think. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I gave him a pass for whatever reason, but I th- I've been thinking about it lately. And, uh, again, it is a word that, uh, and I really didn't plan on talking about this subject, but it, it is a, a word that is bounced around very freely, freely. And um, I think it means something else to the younger people. Or are they that ignorant that they know not what they're saying? And it's it's former power. But is it I'm, – seriously, I'm asking this. Is it the former power just a way for us to lie to ourselves to say that it doesn't have power when the power really exists? Think about that. It's a, it's a mind fuck, I know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to answer. I, I mean, mean – I still find it to have a lot of power, and I don't. I can't bring myself to say it. So, I do. I've, I've said it. I don't use it. I, I don't. I, feel I'll say it if I'm gonna, if I'm going to describe and set up something. I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say n word. I'm not going to say. No, it. I know we've had this conversation before on the podcast, but I, I, there yeah. is that argument. There is that argument where. People think that if it's used or it has, it finishes in A instead of ER, it's no, that's, like, that's you know, bullshit. like that's different. It has a different meaning or whatever, but I just, it always carries the same meaning to, to me. So I don't really find it like, okay, you know, but. And, but with the youth, know. and when I mean the youth, I mean, you know, doesn't carry 25, the same. they don't know, they don't know their 18 history. to 25 years old. Use it like, you know, and, and there, there are women that just use it. Non-blacks, you know. Oh, non-blacks and just use it i don't know for me i, don't I feel like they do that in canada as much as they do in america they do in canada too <laughs> but it's more like uh like a street language right like i once met this young kid uh Som- somalian kid uh, at, a, at a club and every other word that came out of his word yeah. was that word yeah and my sister sat him down, you know, my sister. Yeah, she's the shit. <laughs> and she started to educate him. She's, she literally told him, like, can you please t- talk? I, I would talk to you, but can you please say a sentence without using that word? And he couldn't because this kid was um, a kid of the street, a uh, drug dealer. And his role models, that's the way they talk. And that's how he was able to then fit in and get street cred. Yeah. And so he actually didn't know how to communicate other way without using that word every other three words. But even not, I think that's bullshit, a, a <laughs> cop-out in a way, because I come from, I, I spent a good amount of time uh, in Flint, Michigan, and, 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 and ran with um, a very colorful, if I may, crew of, uh, of, of people um, that operated outside of the law, let's just say. Mm-hmm. I never really used it. I, didn't, I never felt, felt the need. I never used it in that period of time and believe me i mean i ran with some of the most hardened individuals in detroit and flint michigan uh, a lot of them are doing time right now hard time 20 to life and i did you, your friends use oh no, not it, it wasn't, just wasn't like in your 
Hmm. It, I mean, it would come up. It, it did, but it wasn't like it was. It's not as this. I think. I think it was the '90s that it started really to to creep up. You have to understand in the '70s when you're coming off of. Now I wasn't growing up in the '60s, but when you're coming off this. The 60s into the 70s, and then with the birth of hip hop, mm-hmm. there was a there was a different mindset. So the 70s and into the 80s, okay, all throughout the 80s, it was a different craft when it came to the the, the inner city, and heavily heavily influenced by hip hop. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was heavily influenced by jazz. By uh, by by uh, Motown, you know the Motown mm-hmm. sound, rhythm and blues, the blues itself, uh, and uh, people. I'm no historian. I'm just basing this off of my own life. But in the '80s, okay, all the way to the '90s, you had a movement, a very social movement of education. It goes back to what we were talking about being educated. Hip hop and within rap itself, there was a uh a very, what what I guess is coined as conscious rap. Mm-hmm. And it was uplifting. There was plenty of them. You go from Queen Latifah to Tribe Called Quest to you know Common, aka mm-hmm. Common Sense, right? Mm-hmm. You had um you had uh, uh, groups like Farside. You had uh, Diggable Planets. I mean, uh, Public Enemy, right? And then you start getting into the '90s, like the late '80s. Uh, you NWA, you know, arrives. I mean, you had people like Schooly D and the whole Philadelphia movement. Uh, but at the same time, uh, and you had Ice T out west and, and groups. But within that new sound, and believe me, it was still empowering amongst the black culture. Uh, it was still empowering to to embrace uh, gangsterism. We didn't we didn't look at it as actually you know going out and actually shooting somebody as it was reporting what was going on within our community. Somewhere um, in the early nineties, that was taken and exploited by the uh, uh, I guess the powers that be. It doesn't always have to be a white man. It doesn't always have to be a, um, you know, a corporation. Sometimes those exploitations come from your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The people, the people that 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 took the slaves from their community, from their tribe, were looked like you or me. Maybe not like me, but they 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 they, they you know they they look just like us. So my point is, during that that evolution. Uh, uh, Rap itself, the conscious side of it, went away. Within that, it uh, uh, the the gangsterism and pimp mentality and the whole mentality. It not not only did it 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 just pick up and take off, but it's remained since at least the early nineties ninety early nineties to present day two thousand fifteen, and it, it has not evolved. There are certain pockets, but. You have to really dig deep, and you know, thank goodness for the the internet. But you have to really dig deep to educate yourself within music itself and film. Every other film, there's someone holding a gun. Every other film, someone's calling someone else a nigga. Some every other film, you know, someone is beating someone or robbing someone. There's an image that's this being. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's it's being forced. I, I, I take that back. It's not even being force fed. It's like putting a McDonald's on every corner, right, in the neighborhood, every corner in the world. McDonald's doesn't want to make you healthy. They don't give give a rat's ass about that. Do you think they do? 
No, not at all. <laughs> so do you think the entertainment industry wants to uh, uh, use its resources to educate you? Not at all. They want to get your money. And ignorance spends a lot of money in this world, especially in this country. So when you say when you say like you know when 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 someone uh, is sees and you know I'm bringing this back around people when someone sees someone like Common or John Legend up there and they're holding themselves up in a, in a respectful manner, that's what they're going to feed off of. They they may not even know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They may not even know yeah, it. it kind of some of the biggest some of the biggest drug dealers in the world became senators and presidents. You know what I mean? Some of the biggest ones. Some of the biggest pushers, the most prestigious families, some royalty, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't be deceived by, you know, just because this person is a drug dealer over here, you know, he's doesn't know how to speak or anything like that. There, there are, but what's being, for, what, what's being uh, pr- produced and manufactured and put up on every screen, on every commercial. I mean, look, look at I'm in love with the cocoa. It's everywhere. It's a phenomenon. That song, right? You know it, right? I know you we do. Don't listen to the, radio. but you know it, right? You, you haven't heard it, you, really? <laughs> okay, so I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, me either. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm glad right. you're here, Andy, because then he would be like, "You don't know this is wrong with you." There is a song, and, and this is this is amazing. Here it is. It comes right up. I only have to type four, three letters, and it comes right up. And I want you, I want you guys. To, you're gonna here. I wonder if I can spin. I can't spin. I can, it. I can so, try and get it here. Yeah, just 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 go to YouTube. Type in "I'm in love with the cocoa." So this music, this this right here, and I'm not I'm not putting down. Well, I am. I am. I am gonna. I am putting down this form of quote unquote entertainment because this this is how they see. This is how they see us in society. And we don't we don't we don't make it easy on ourselves by actually falling for this trap and actually producing something like this. So here I'll I'll play it for the listeners that uh, may or may not know. So it shows African American man, and he's making cutting up cocaine. That's the beginning of it. Yeah, come over here. Look at this. <laughs> now this is this is this is more this is viral and it's at 95 million views 96 million 779,215 and counting so I tell you it this is this is a this is the education right here all right my son knows this 
there are gr- people sep- if you go on if you go on Vine right now listen to this baking soda baking soda I got baking soda so if you know anything about cutting cocaine and stuff baking soda is a main part of this right he he basically breaks the whole shebang down and it's uh it's it is a I don't need to play this anymore we get it right right. yeah Um, the the point I'm trying to make is if this is the product that's being fed and 96 million people are, are, are absorbing this energy, where does that leave us for the future? All right. I'm really glad that me and Anik don't know this. Yeah. It's, um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's actually refreshing, but at the same time I could go, I could, you could go and I've done uh, social experiments with this. All right. And I've actually indulged and have played around with it and I've giggled at some of the jokes around it. Like, Sometimes I'll just yell out baking soda. Just, I'll just yell it out. I could be anywhere. I could be at the grocery store or something like that. And people will laugh. They will, they will genuinely laugh. And they get it. There's thousands of videos. You could go on Vine right now. You can go on Twitter right now and hashtag it. There are just seas of it. Okay. So where do we go? What do you think? I mean, seriously. What, what it's, you- it's sad to me, honestly. I... I- I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I recently read this article that says, like, you know, we we live in an age where our attention is for sale, right? Mm. And anything that is more attention grabbing is what we sell. Um, and I think it's just for us to make to just make that choice, you know. And it's tough, man. So, huh? so you know, and and believe me, I'm not. I'm not hating the hustle itself. Like I'm, I'm a hustler through and throughout. You got to, you do what you got to do. But at the same time, I think somewhere we have to have a responsibility. Like you're going to have conscious rap. You're going to have all sorts party rap. You're going to have all these different forms of inter- entertainment. Then you have the gangsterism. You got dumb stuff. You got all sorts of dance. Uh, but if you look at everything that is 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 uh, uh, manufactured and promoted, the majority is this the majority are quarter pounders you're not eating lamb you know what i mean you're not eating the good stuff <laughs> depends right? on what life you live right? you choose to live i guess right? so i mean you know it, it, we know how this story ends if all you do is eat big macs and quarter pounders no bueno you know it's mm-hmm. you're it's big trouble it's big trouble so you know and i, I don't want to seem like you know old man riddle or anything like that or, or like you know like I'm, I'm i'm you know condemning the quote-unquote youth but this is the image of when people say, well, the, the, the blacks in America are just doing it to themselves. You know what I mean? The blacks in America are, are, are you know, uneducated or savages. You know what I mean? And so when you see a Trayvon Martin or you see someone, Eric Garner or someone who's choked out and then you get acquitted and you wonder why you wonder. I'm not saying this is the reason, but if 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 your image, I think if your image is. Is that of lesser than or not even even um, uh, uh, respect is probably not the right word. If you're if if you're looked at as less than, you're not worth of what someone else is. And how do you become worth? How do you become significant in the minds of others? By education, right? Educating yourselves, how you carry yourself. Um, the granite. Yes, you've had groups like like NWA. They have a movie coming out called Straight Outta Compton. That's going to be coming out soon. Um, I'm fine with the whole. I'm I'm fine with gangster rap. 
I don't have a, an issue with it. Where I do have an issue with it is when it's overly glorified, and it, the community, the culture, uh, the uh, the the genre of the style of music just remains the same, and it never progresses. So you have one NWA, you have another carbon copy of it, and another carbon copy. I mean, we saw that with, and I, I apologize for going into a whole hip hop rap kind of way to explain this but um you had you saw that with tupac with the passing of tupac when tupac died everyone jumped on to fill that void you had master p you from master p you had uh um what was the guys ja rule dmx you had all and i'm not saying those guys aren't good in their own right but if you notice it 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 picked up and snowballed jeez my hand movements it snowballed to a point where it never really progressed. And now there's a whole lot of tatted up brothers out there that are trying to live the quote unquote thug life. But at the same time, they're not the original product product of being someone who has a revolutionary uh, mindset that is doing something that is, you know, Tupac was a big contradiction. You know, he, he would say one thing, but at the same time he was very active within uh the the community itself and within his own you know fighting his own personal demons but and such is life but uh i wonder how much stuff like this influences today's youth it does A i lot. mean you talked about you know people using the n-word that definitely shouldn't for obvice reasons and that's i think a, a product of that um Like you said, there's a lot of youth, a lot of young people who don't actually know the history, the meaning, um, and they kind of just use it just like that, as if it was like, like you know, like you're saying, like sugar, or you know, something else. And there's also the argument that if 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 it's used by everybody, then over time it's gonna lose its meaning and its hold and its power and things like that. That's just one way of looking at it, but. Uh, I think for the most part, I think it's just ignorance. I think it's just people not knowing the 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 history of that word and how like how it's come to be. And then you have uh, you know with the back to the book of Negros, you have uh, a, a a good amount of people that I know will will always say, I'm, you know, I don't want to see another movie about slaves. I don't want to. That's old. That's the past. We're in 2015. That's the past. How important do you think it is to know your history? Accurately know your history. If you don't accur- accurately know your history, you know, it's the same, right? You, you can't know where you're going. It, right. It doesn't even add up, right? That's basic basic math, right? For for some for yeah, for some people, yeah, I I always try to look back in history and try to find out more about things and I I'm very into like historical documentaries and stuff like that. I'm kind of a nerd like that, but I just but like Anique was saying before too, there is a lot that's a lot of the stuff that's written isn't is it's still kind of like it's written by the man, right? So it is by the winner. So it's you make a good point by knowing what is actually historically accurate. It's difficult to really know, you know? So, But then, like you said, if you don't know your history, it's difficult to know where you're going. Um, also, history repeats itself, so... Right, right. You know. Yeah, but they don't even have to use chains anymore, whips. 
They don't even need to do. Uh, they don't need to to lynch you. You can, that song right there is a public lynching. <laughs> oh my god, I shouldn't laugh. But that is a lynching right there. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, that I, that is a that is a modern day lynching. With, 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 you know, with us holding the noose right there. You know what I mean? Endorsed. Um, it is celebrated. And I'm guilty of it, too. Like, I've, I've, I've just yelled out for no reason. Baking soda. You know what I mean? And it ain't right. You know what I mean? I, I'm working on myself, people. But, uh, <laughs> but, but think about it, though. I mean, it, overall. I mean, it's, it's that contagious. But if that- I'm, if I'm going to talk about it on, on this show, at the same time, I can say I'm guilty that it, it that form of ignorance is that contagious, and we want, we might not even know where to, we might oh you know what I'm just going to give it a pass and I'm going to say baking soda, I'm going to get a laugh out of it and it gets me through the next minute of my day or whatever, but there, that's no excuse of my own ignorance, but that's how contagious this stuff is. Yeah, and I guess that's where the people that can capture your attention how whichever method they use brainwashing then they have the power right they got you they got you so then how do we as people uh Fight back? choose where to sell our our, our attention to because mm-hmm. really that's what it is we're setting our attention well i mean yeah and 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 also who how do we choose how do we choose to um to 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 craft and celebrate our our own art now i'm not saying just you know African Americans or Native Americans or Latino Americans or Arab Americans. I'm talking about just all people who want to, uh, you know, for the betterment of life itself, the human race. Like, how do you, how do you step, away, how do you, you know, get away from that? You know what I mean? Like, everyone at the Oscars, oh, they snubbed Selma, Selma, Selma. It, it really didn't. This is, wasn't designed for Selma. This game wasn't designed. It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, let's just be on. I love the Oscars. I watch the Oscars. I take work. I take off of work to watch the Oscars, right? Wow. I, I enjoy I, I enjoy it just for a lot of different reasons. You know, my childhood, it was a form of escape to kind of look towards the stars. But make, make no mistake about it. I know what the star. I know the illusion of the quote unquote stars. You know what I mean? Um it's a uh, it's 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 a form of, uh, of 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 an illusion that uh, you know people want acceptance. They want it so bad. You know how far will you go? Will you, will you lie to yourself and say, "Oh, it's racism"? It's no, it wasn't even set up for you. There's no ism there. It wasn't even designed to even include you. It it it, it wasn't. I mean, who? How can you even think that? But I thought it's for me. Just it's just a question of it's about money, right? Like it's, it, it is. It's very political. It Such is, is yeah. life. Such yeah. is this system in it America. Yeah. Slavery was about money. Right. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. It, 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 you know, I get very heated <laughs> on this topic for a lot of different reasons, um, and you have to know how to play the game. Right. And you know I, what I mean? You have to know how to play the game when you're submitting something for the Oscars. You have to also know the time when to submit it. Then you also have to know how to lobby yeah. and make your rounds, or whether it's talk shows or whether it's with the executives doing the luncheons. There's so much stuff. It's not just making a good product. No, there's a lot of mm-hmm. politics and no, playing the game. It, right? There's a lot going on. So when you know the average you know person uh, in uh, – 
you know, in, in Youngstown, Ohio, or or, or 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 Flint, Michigan, or someone sitting on their couch in in, in Fairfax, Virginia, just just looking at it, that you know, there's a lot more going on there than than you realize. So it's not just you know, it's not always black and white. Uh, and I think that speaks to your question about what are we willing to sell to get the power? Because a lot of people believe that with money comes power, and with power, then you can choose to use that power to however you choose. Right? I, think, I think they got it wrong, though. I think with I think I think the equation is kind of wrong. I think po- power is like a uh, it, it's probably like. Um, it goes alongside with the fruits of your labor. You know what I mean? If you if you do something for power itself, power corrupts. But I think you, with money, you should then reinvest in your culture and your 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 team, your group, your family, your tribe, whatever, and then go from there. And then everything else kind of falls into place. But no one even factors in the education aspect of it. If I get a lot of money, how can we educate more of us? So that, and when I mean us, I mean just people itself, like-minded people. Um, I don't think when, you know, you say, Oh, I, I get the money, I get the power. Well, no, let's get the money and keep, ed- keep this process going. Keep educating, keep put investing in ourselves and the people like us. Right. But you don't, that's not even part of the equation. No, I, I I don't know. I get the feeling that in America they really believe in the whole concept of um, success equals money, money power, and then power equals whatever you choose to use it for. By that point, like you said, it might be too late. It's done, right? It's you're you're, you're part of the system. You're you're, right. you're yeah. you you become the machine itself, whether big or small, whatever whatever it is. It's and there's and there's it's very, a trap. And there's different. Yeah forms of power too i mean you have all the spiritual gurus right that have a lot of power that actually try to use it for good or sometimes for bad um you know like a perfect example would be like the dalai lama right Mm -hmm. like he's he's used his platform and his power his influence his influence for for good right um other people choose to use it for self self gain you know, other other things, um, <laughs> other things, <laughs> other but, but, bad I things. Mean, but that's the, you know, that is the, that's the trap. I mean, you know, no one knows how they would respond. Like if I got millions of dollars today, I don't know, you know, I may respond in a different way. You, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. You just, you know, you hope that you would do the right thing, but. Yeah. I read a quote that says something like, if you want to see someone's true colors, Give them a few millions. Mm-hmm. I read that too. Give money. Give them money. Then the true self will come. Will come out. Yeah, my true self will come. You, you wouldn't even <laughs> see me. People wouldn't even know I exist. And there's no podcast anymore. That motherfucker is gone. <laughs> that, that dude. He, I might be in Nova Scotia. Straight up. Like, it's I'm, too cold there for yeah. you. You won't no, like yeah. it. More like Bermuda. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just disappeared. Motherfucker's gone somewhere. Be in the tropics. You know what I mean? Eating fruit. You know straight off mean? the tree. Right off the tree. Low, low <laughs> Jamaica. fruit. Oh, man. Hawaii. That's right. I mean, it's just somewhere. But, you you know, you don't know. Yeah, you're right. You, you gotta give them a couple bucks. Give them some ducats and see how they act. I don't I don't know. It's, uh, it's a lot of questions. A lot, a lot of questions. But, you know, the whole the whole thing about, uh, you know, educating yourself and, and when you look at, you know, when you look at uh, uh, society in a whole – uh, and just absorbing 
um, the media, everything that's out there. Because look, I mean, look, look what's on, look what's on the table right in front of us. You got uh, two computers, you got uh, two phones, right? Um, I mean, there's a lot of information in front of us that we could pull up just at a click of a button. So it's it's out there. Whereas before, you had to make an effort. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you go back mm-hmm. 20 years, maybe not even that long. You had to make an effort. But if you do go back, let's say you go back to the 1800s, how hard was it to get a book to educate yourself? Right. You know, and you couldn't even tell. This is illegal. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You couldn't even tell people that you knew how to read. Right. You know? That's crazy. Yeah, you couldn't even. You Hide couldn't, the books. Actually, Hide if, the if books. It's like that in certain societies. Um, I believe in Afghanistan and some other more traditional societies, women, women can't be can't, taught how to read. Right. And even if they know how to read can't or drive that. or no thoughts, can't yeah, have none you know. of that. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Uh, get those thoughts going before you know it. You'll be up there. No more know. thoughts. Stop reading. Yeah, Too many yeah. thoughts. Yeah, yeah, Actually, I, I've been told by a couple of people, like, oh, with all your studying and degrees, you're never going to find a husband, you know? Yeah. And, I've heard that before, too. And that's like... What does that mean? That's like really common for... Uh, it's said a lot of the times, like, if you're a woman... After <laughs> after you've done your like first well, level, you should you should you need you need to stop like yeah. that's that's like you cut off. Yeah, well, they're, that, they're they're also picking the wrong fruit. You know, what I mean, <laughs> I mean, think think about that statement for a second. That would show you how insecure that man is. You know, right? That's probably not the right man. You know, if you just want a husband for the sake of, ha- and some cultures are like that. You know what I mean? Right. If you're not married by the time you're twenty something years old or thirty. I, th- I think 30 something is even in the States is like, you know, for just, shame. Oh yeah. No, I've had people like, you know, you've been married. No, I've been married. What the hell's wrong with you? You know what I mean? What's wrong with you? Motherfucker. Shit. What's wrong with me? Huh? You kidding me? There's a lot wrong with me actually, but, uh, that's a whole nother podcast. The, uh, yeah. I mean, could you imagine though? I mean, if, if it ain't easy being a woman, I'm sure. I had to make sure I said that <laughs> because I could only um, He's covering his bases. He's really yeah. scared. <laughs> no, I mean I can't say it ain't easy being a woman because I'm not a you know I'm not a woman. So I can, but I've seen you know I, I can see I'm always around a lot of women. You know I was raised by one of my grandmothers and my mom. So I mean you know it's uh the guys were like the guy in the the movie. What was his name? Who was, the, who was the lead in the... In Shakura? The, yeah. yeah. It's like him. They come around. They leave sometimes. <laughs> you know, a month. They show up. Damn. Hey. Who wants to play ball? It's been a month. Where you been? God damn. You're going to impose rules on me and you ain't even been here? How's that work? But, uh, yeah. No, it's... Uh, we can all relate yeah. there. Yes. How yes. you been? Yeah. He's going to come here and get the biggest piece of chicken. <laughs> Why did he get served first? Yeah. I've been here at the table since Yeah. What? I'm, cook- I'm taking out the trash. You know what I mean? I'm, you know, washing pimps' cars and stuff, and this dude's getting the biggest piece of chicken. Yeah. I think Chris Rock or someone has a, a bit like that. The dad always gets the biggest piece of chicken. He yeah, does? He's, yeah, I think he does. I think I remember that. Oh, yeah. man. Leader of the household. Mm, mm, mm. No, yeah. If, if the woman has too many uh, too many books, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, she's actually read them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you can't. You can't do. But 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 you know, why is that? Like, can't have what, too many opinions. Why, why is that? I mean, we know why it's threatening because it's education. You're educating yourself. 
this is the reason why they don't want, uh, and I mean, you know, I'm using that term loosely, they, but this is why, uh, you know, when you have a group out there and they're singing about the cocoa, you'd rather have people singing about cocoa and cocaine and showing that stuff than actually educating and talking about unity and self-empowerment. You know, it, it's, See, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, because the, the, logic the, the people that. That, that are corrupt by the quote-unquote money and power will still have that money and power because they're controlling things. You're not to keep keep. You're not thinking too clearly. You're not thinking. So that, think about it. You're not. You can't be thinking that clearly if you're making a video that has uh, <laughs> that many downloads. I mean, how many? You said ninety-six million. Right? Ninety-six million downloads. How clear do you think that guy thinks? And he's showing you how to 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 uh, 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 you know manufacture cocaine, crack cocaine. But, but then there's there's a, also the good stuff of uh, the good side of like media, right? Like I mean, you've seen these stories from um, uh, humans of New York, right? Mm, you've no. seen no? Mm-mm. Oh my god! <laughs> Everybody needs to subscribe to that. What is it? It's, it's basically it's on Facebook, and it's basically um, these um, photographers. They pretty much just take pictures of random people in New York, and they kind of just write like a few sentences about their story. And some of these stories have really touched people's lives, and they've really gone viral. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm the, looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, in in one particular story, this boy talked about her teacher, and actually her principal. Mm-hmm. And then the story took on a life of its own, where they raised money. First, it was just to take these uh, the students to Harvard, just to for like a, a trip. But then it became about they raised enough money to give all the students scholarships. And this principal, when you read up about um, Professor um, Principal Lopez, she's just like this incredible educator. And so you also get to see how the media, right, depending on where you sell your attention, is really can be used to harvest like the positive energy, the good stuff that's happening and to really change the world for the for the good, not for, you know, this cocoa business <laughs> we don't like the cocoa business <laughs> and not the other cocoa not the good cocoa that goes in chocolate either you know? we like that yeah, yeah we like that yeah i like cocoa yeah you know for that reason hot cocoa <laughs> i like yeah chocolate I like the cocoa bean yeah. Yeah. yeah no that's you're right that's i just pulled that up on facebook and it uh oh it's yeah, really it's touching incredible too. these yeah. stories that you see and then i've seen other like i think other cities are starting it i know at my school there's a friend of mine who started sort of Faces of Thunderbird, and really? he and he was kind of just taking pictures and just like writing a little story about people, and it was it's like the positive side, you know. The that's and, and that's what I was saying also about just uh, you know within the hip hop community. Also, you have to dig a little and, and thank, like I said, thank God for the you know the internet, and, you, and it gives you a choice. Mm-hmm. Also, it mm-hmm. gives you a, a clear choice. You could, you know, I, I was going through. Uh, this morning, I was going through and just deleting stuff that I have followed. I was just like, "Why? Why am I waste? Why are these people on my on my feed?" It was uh, on Instagram and a few other things. I'm just like, just just xing it off, just because uh, you know this is what I was feeding myself. You know, so when you find something like this, yes, it is uh, it is for the you know the good. And there's, there's great things that happen. I mean, there was a guy in Detroit that was walking. I guess his commute was like 22 miles or whatever. And uh, he didn't have a car, and he'd been doing it you know, for a long time. I think it was like a decade or something like that. But uh, he got a car. I mean, I think it, they raised people raised like a couple hundred thousand dollars for him. 
Like now he's got he's got other issues because people are now on his back mm. for his money and stuff. Uh, yeah, so sometimes it can be a curse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes you win the lottery and then you know. Don't tell anybody you win. No, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Well, like I said, it goes I'd back go to in hiding for yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, well, I'd, go, I'd leave too. I disappeared uh, too. I'm gone. You should listen. You should listen gone. to me. Because, yes, <laughs> it's not bad. Know. Not bad advice. You'll Get the know. Fuck out of here. Malcolm will be in Fiji. <laughs> I'll be sitting somewhere. Somewhere you know, in the Pacific. Oh, I'll be somewhere. You know. Yeah, I would just disappear because you know I don't need that heat. I got enough problems. I got enough problems being broke. Could you imagine like having money and then having problems? But you're always the same person. No, doesn't matter. That's not true. Yeah, I, I, you're <laughs> right. True. You're right. I tried to. Yeah, I tried to. Yeah, tried to hope. sound. No, right. yeah. The you, problems just get bigger. They yeah. get magnified, or and the good stuff get magnified too, right? Yeah. Everything is just under a magnifier. Mm. Yes, a magnifier, yeah. a microscope. Yeah. Yep. It's <laughs> he's making. <laughs> you see, subtle <laughs> pal. Okay, well. Hey man, yeah. I'll, don't worry, we get you back. Wait, was cool. it, what is was that? that? Is, that is that a correct word? Magnifier doesn't exist. No. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> listeners. My English is not ready, as my no, brother likes to say. Uh, believe me, I I'm no professor <laughs> here. Well, because it's I pro- didn't give it to him. Usually, I give him a hard time with some of the words that he misspeaks. So. Oh, all of them. <laughs> All so of my words. He's giving it back to you. Sorry, yeah. Anik. And, and, and you know what's even you, you, you know what's even more funny about it is it's all recorded. So <laughs> everything that that I say, and anyone that listens to this uh, podcast knows that uh, I wrestle with the English language on a daily basis. Hey, I don't, I don't. I'm not gifted like you, young ladies. Yeah, multiple languages, thoughts. Books, reading. I've got no skill in this department. You know, you tell me about the book. I'm waiting for the miniseries. Well, I asked her. I was like, "Well, should I go read the book now that I've seen the miniseries?" And she says, "No, it's so accurate." Did you like it? Did you like it? What was your review on it? I was. I cried many times. I did too, especially the end. Oh my god! We don't give it away. Pull up, pull it up, so we can give a shout out to the uh, the actors and actresses that. you can probably pronounce them. Uh, you two can pronounce them better than I can. But it was, uh, yeah. Was I mean, great. if you, you folks listening, it. I mean, yeah, we went around and, and talked about a lot outside of the film. But if you get a chance, you can probably find the uh, the book of Negroes on uh, streaming, probably on your your cable probably uh, on media. Demand or something, yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully, yeah, it is. It is, okay. uh, and I'm sure you can uh, you can purchase it uh, online as well. But uh, it's a it's a fascinating story uh, that uh, it has some you know some of the some of the best actors. I thought uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. was phenomenal. He was really good in it. He played uh, what was Franc- it? Francis uh, he, something. It was like uh, Black Adam or something. Wasn't it Black Sam? Wasn't it something <laughs> like that? He was something. Black Adam, I think, is a cartoon character. What was his name? I think his name was uh, Sa- Samuel Francis. Get that mic on you. Oh, yeah. sorry. The uh, so Cuba Gooding, Gooding Jr. plays Samuel Francis. Yeah, he called him Black Sam, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Right. And I okay. think that was actually a, a, a an actual uh, person. Uh, I think it's based on a true person. Yeah, it's a true person that yeah. existed. That one. No, I th- yeah, I think yeah, well, a lot of people in there. George Washington was in there. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, he was real, right? Owned slaves too. Yeah. yeah she called they, him they out on it she too. Did. Oh, they talk that's about so that. Great. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was that was a that was a great scene, and uh, the actress that played him—I can't pronounce her name. Ellis was her last name. Anjali, uh, hold on, what's her name? Ellis. Anjali Elias. Yes. 
who I think she says here on Wikipedia, because we have to trust everything Wikipedia says, <laughs> that she was born in San Francisco but was raised in Mississippi. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, she's powerful. Oh, my she goodness. should be in more films. She's mm-hmm. she's amazing. I, I also saw her in uh, the story of um this this one young girl who had been kidnapped at birth and then she came back when she was older. Um I don't know if anybody's seen that movie. Mm, I need more it's than also that. on Netflix. Um, Car- Car- what is it? Hold on. Let's see. I'll find it. Yeah, she was in The Help. She's been in a host of a host of films. Like she has a a serious resume. That's for sure. The Help, The Residents Game. Yeah, adapted the Carolina White story. That's it. That's the story where I first saw her. The movie where I first. And what's it about? It's about this baby that got a. Uh, abducted in New York uh, when she was a when she was a baby and raised by this with this woman and then she eventually finds out that she was abducted through uh, like um, uh, online stuff so like adoption yeah like black she, market like, what, year, no, no. what year did that come out <clears throat> uh, two thousand and nine maybe so. ten since it's after I, uh, I don't even see it on here. It's also on Netflix. Oh, there it is right here. Abducted, the Carolina White story, TV yeah. movie, uh, 2012. Right, yeah. It was a good movie? It's really good. It just goes to show how, our, once again, the media can be used for good because this young woman, when she goes to get like a social security number, they, they, they find out that all her papers are fake. So she asks her mother and her mother doesn't tell her anything. So she starts Googling herself. And then she finds out in the missing pages of like women like children missing yeah. that there's a picture of her that looks like her daughter oh, wow. and then that's how she puts two and two together that she was like uh she's not like her mother's not her real mother and then eventually she gets reunited with her own family oh, it's a crazy wow. story i'm gonna have to find that one yeah hmm. yeah that's it then yeah you're right there's a lot of good good ways to use uh the technology we have in front of us uh, it doesn't. You don't always have to, you know, filter into the bad stuff uh, that's out there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I want to check that, uh, that film out. Miriam Tazi in the house. <laughs> What's up? You're quiet. Huh? I have a lot of things to. We, we're gonna. Watch, we're, yeah, we're gonna assemble a list. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It. I have a lot of time on my hand these days. So. <laughs> well, with your studies and uh, you well, know, she your, graduated now actually. In job search. Yeah, yeah and what what, is, what exactly is your your degree in? What's it called? It's called, uh, it's uh, an MBA, so a Master's in oh, Business yeah. Administration. Oh, there you go. I've heard, I've heard of that. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't have one myself, but I've heard I've things. I've heard of those, yeah, those, yeah. those diplomas. It's hard out here. It's hard to find it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you got the, uh, the real deal. You're smart. Well read. <laughs> She's mm. one of the smartest people I know. Oh, please, guys, stop. That's, well, that's, that's she said that. I didn't. I don't, I don't know you <laughs> I know, that well. I know her better than you. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I like the honesty, you know. That's, mm. that's, no, I believe her. I, she's very smart. I can't, can't, I can't be in the room too long with uh, super intelligent people. Oh. Yeah. Everybody's smart. It's just a question of having access to, think, to these kind of resources. That's it. And making good choices. You know, and what yeah. you're going to research, what you're going to put in your brain. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do research on? What are you going to search for? Are you going to search for what's viral or what's like popular and pop culture or what's yeah, actually I mean, more goes, educational? That's a good point that you bring that up because there's, uh, we were talking about the Oscars earlier and um, 
you know, one of the uh, one of the guys that I was really pulling for was Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and uh, I followed well, Mike. The movie won a lot uh, of stuff. Yeah, he was in uh, Birdman. I enjoyed I enjoyed the film quite a bit, uh, but uh, I was really pulling for Michael Keaton, uh, and he lost uh, the uh, the award. But there's a viral video of him going around, and it shows him losing. Not getting, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, the camera's on him, and it's it, it shows him, you know, with his acceptance speech, and it shows him, I guess, tucking it back in. Aww. And they say it's very sad, but I won't look at it. I, I won't. I won't. I will not. I will not look at it. Just out of respect, you know. I mean, I was a big fan of uh, I, I, of him in the beginning. He was more of a kind of a comic, you know. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a wisecracking comic, and they, you know, he wasn't never was considered a quote unquote serious actor but he would show up in all these different roles uh and always loved seeing when Isn't he, when he, he ba- the batman guy mm-hmm. oh, okay. was, but even when he got that role he was panned the people did not oh, okay. w- couldn't believe that they gave him that coveted role but he did to carry so that good. legacy he was, great. he was great yeah that, right. that's the point he's michael keaton <laughs> right. yeah i mean obviously these people didn't know what they were talking about you know it's michael keaton to this day i say uh, uh michael keaton could play uh Play Batman, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, I, he's one of those guys that, uh, what's the so other guy likeable. that I enjoy watching? What's the guy's name? He was in the, the vampire movie. Um, and you're like, uh, so-and-so's in it? And I was oh, like, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright, Brother Wright. So when, Brett, awesome. when, when Jeffrey Wright shows up in something, I'm just, I just feel, he just, they have a presence that just makes you feel at ease. You mm. just, it seems like somebody you would know. So, you know, I've always followed uh, Michael Keaton's. Uh, career and uh, yeah, so when he lost, I was I was actually heartbroken. Literally, I was heartbroken. Even to this week, I, I was I was uh, talking with Ileana Douglas yesterday, mm. and uh, uh, she one of my Hollywood friends, mm-hmm. and okay. we were both saying saying <laughs> that uh, you know how how sad we were about that. Okay. But then I saw this video pop up. Sometimes I think my computer listens to me or, or monitors what I talk about. Because I was talking about Michael Keaton. All of a sudden, there's this viral video going around. And I was like, I'm not going to. I won't even subscribe to that. I did watch Madonna fall down. <laughs> she got pulled because of her cape. Because I like capes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is a known fact that I do have a yeah, fact. But see, capes can be dangerous. Capes are very dangerous. They said <laughs> that in the movie um, The Incredibles. I don't know if you ever saw The Incredibles, uh, but how they were against capes. They were like, <laughs> ah, you don't want a cape because this could happen. But still, you know what I mean? I, you know. It's so serious about his capes. Yeah, so I did watch. I did watch. But, and it wasn't really that bad of a fall. I mean, you know, she fell back, you know. It, it was pretty bad. I mean, it's yeah, it, Well, you know. You know I'm gonna have to watch this. You now. shouldn't have anyone else pulling your cape for one rule was number. Another dance. Well, yeah, it didn't get loosened up. Fast yeah, but even enough. still, don't you know you the the, the cool, to change your outfit. There's a couple ways that you have the cape removed. Okay, there's there's really two ways. There's okay. two ways that you have, and I'll demonstrate. Okay, <laughs> where's your cape? At? I need a cape. Okay. Are you gonna get one? Oh my goodness! The this is happening. Ways. What is he getting? A towel? What are you doing? Where are you gonna get a real cape? Oh, so, <laughs> bed sheets. There's a couple ways to have the cape removed. Okay. And if you do it yourself, but you have the string or no, no string? No, no, no. But even still, even still, you unhook it yourself and you have it on your your, your shoulder. And you, <laughs> right, you've arrived. You've arrived. You just you just brush it off. 
And it, you saw the way it fell, right? <laughs> it's very it? dramatic. You see the way it fell. We were not having headphones on. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll demonstrate again. I, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, it's a cape. That's yeah. Bad. You can stand yeah. certain ways with the cape. Yeah. You know, you can model it. Again. You know, when you, when, you, when you arrive into the room, you have, to, you have to always look. You have to look somewhere and just hold it. Or the second way, I can't demonstrate this. The second way oh, to, uh, to remove a cape is you don't do it yourself. Someone else comes behind you and removes it. Oh, just like James Brown. Yes. And you want to do it as if the cape um. had gems on it like Elvis. Yeah, James Brown, Elvis did it. They knew. Okay. They never fell down. You don't have some muscular head-shaven dancer this light on his feet. But this strong You ever seen these dancers? Yeah. Huh? They're, they're, yeah, they're built like Hercules. They're built. I say Hercules, not Hercules. They're built, and and he just yanked it, the poor woman, and she fell back. No, 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 no. You be delicate with that cape. That's true. Right. That cape is an extension of you. That's what I'm I, talking I, about. I think you should consider maybe writing us like a book about you know capes because it sounds well, like uniforms, you have a lot of, capes. I mean, you have a lot of knowledge and a lot of like you know passion for capes, you know, capes. capes and hip hop. That's going to be my book. <laughs> Actually, it would sell. Huh? You know, I think I think a lot of people would be interested. Capes and hip hop. I'm telling yes. you. Yeah. Only one person in, in the hip hop world wears a cape. That's Rev Run. Yeah. He's got a cape. You know Capes I mean? are coming back, though, like you said. They're definitely in fashion. <laughs> in the entertainment world. It's weird how you breathe and the finger came. In the inter- yeah, I paused. <laughs> Pointed my finger. Yeah, I mean, if, if I went out today, I got to go to work this evening. If I went out with the cape on, I would probably be brought up on charges. You know what I mean? I'd be like with the white gown <laughs> like this wrapped up. It wouldn't work out too well for me. You know? See, would you go with a long cape or the three quarter length? Like, what is your? Length? I would go. Yeah, I, that, I'm not the three quarter. I'm not a three quarter <laughs> dude. Okay, I'm not that type of guy. I want the long cape. Now, I, there's a couple different lengths. I, I, I probably down to the ankle. You know, what that's I mean, really long. No, no, real long is when it actually touches the ground. Oh, that's yeah, what Madonna that's had. You know, what I mean, then mm. there's going to be room for error. You know, then your cave yeah. gets dirty. It picks up dust yeah. and mites and all sorts of debris. More like the witch's kind of cre- capes. Is that what you're talking about? My personal cape <laughs> uh-huh. would not. So much like the witch one. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's disappointed. Yeah, no, no. no Mine would be like 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 Lando Calrissian's cape. Do you know Lando Calrissian? No, Google. I'm gonna Google. You don't know Lando Calrissian. I apologize, but I don't. How can you not know Lando Calrissian? L a n d o, and it'll come right up. Did it come up what in Google? L A N D O. Uh-huh. Yep. Scottish Orlando. No. Lando. L A N D O. Yeah. I want to I want to see. Orlando. That's okay. A No. L A N This is funny people. <laughs> oh. Calrissian. Did it come up? There it is. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I, just, I know you've seen him. <laughs> I just yes, didn't yes, know his yes. his, his, his name. name. Well, his name is Billy D. Williams, but, but uh, the, character. the character he played is Lando Calrissian. He's you the, see the uh, cape. I see the cape. Okay. Yeah, he's like a, he's the the uh, 
what is it, the governor? Was it the governor of Cloud City? Maybe governor's not the right. I'm sure I'm going to get called out because of this mistake. But, no, uh, yeah, he runs Cloud City in Bespin. <laughs> you see that cape? Now, that's a good, that's a good length right there. It's a nice cape, nice mm-hmm. color, you know, and the inside is like gold. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even need to look at the picture. I already know, you know. Oh, yeah. He's it's... got the slacks on, the hair, the waves, <laughs> the mustache. You know, he's got the look in his eye. That's what's up, people. So I'm, yeah, I'm just ed- educating. You know, she might she might have all the degrees, but she didn't know Lando Calrissian. No, I didn't. You know, I've taught her a lot actually. That yeah. She couldn't even learn of all her travels. I know, right? In Africa, and then over to the states, and then she 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 just fled. She left Miriam Tazi. She did, and she went to Canada to study more. She didn't know Lando Calrissian. Nope. Now she knows Lando Calrissian. People. Her life is complete. I do. I do. It's not complete yet. <laughs> but, but if she you know. keeps, if she keeps listening to this podcast, she will she will uh, know a little less. <laughs> a little less, people. This That's not true. We, we have to cut it off right about now. Neek, thanks for thanks for being a part of this. Uh, this broadcast. This was fun. Yeah, you want to give Thank out you. any shout outs? <laughs> <laughs> Anything like that? <laughs> Maybe next time. All right. Thank you for having me. This yeah, was fun. No, we, we appreciate it and appreciate you uh, you share your knowledge. Miriam Tazi. Yeah. That's right. Thanks for, uh, you know, holding down the fort. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> just mm. Not holding anything down. I'm you just here. I mean? All right. And mm. people, thanks for tuning in. As always, uh, be sure to. Check us out on Facebook under American Riddle. You can tweet me at uh, Malcolm Riddle. Retweet it. You know, you got to. Yeah, yeah. Anika's going to share this one. Oh, yeah. You have to share it because that's the only way we're going to grow. And I've got a few things I'm going to kick off. uh, Hopefully, I'm juggling a lot of a lot of things right now. But, uh, you know, we're going to keep it going. 2015 episode one zero one. Look at that. Wow. Got to like that. Congrats, guys. That's right. You made it happen too, so thank you. And uh, as always, Domino motherfucker. Yo, I love the way I am, can't nobody out here change me. Rearrange me, change me, try to get me, don't blame me. When I grab the mic and shot the party spot, your rhymes are flip flop. I rock hip hop, non stop, men stop rock. You can't touch this, but you'll get shot. Now, what's this all about? While you got blabbering fucking fools That's worse than always talking about sex Let's build, it ain't enough to study Clarence 13X The white man ain't the devil, I promise You wanna see the devil, take a look at Clarence Thomas Now you're saying who, like you were owl Throwing the towel, the devil is Colin Powell You talk about being African and being black Colin Powell's black, but Libya he'll attack Libya's in Africa Black man, but I'm universal.
Fuck. 